I think I thought I knew how to read boys. I hate that I'm saying this, but I don't think I do. I feel like that's what's wrong with the hookup culture is like responsibility is just like left to the wayside. Don't try to like sell me a reality that doesn't exist. <laughs> don't gaslight me. I was like, you're just ignoring texting like as an institution. I'm a confrontation is my lifeblood. Hello, hello. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Doing It Wrong. I'm Rainy. And this is Darcy. And today, we're talking about an incredibly salient academic topic. Fuckboys. My favorite topic. On today's episode, we'll diagnose the inherent problems with the hookup culture. Then, we're going to explain some flagrant and offensive fuckboy crimes, laying out all that evidence for you guys. And finally, we'll discuss our paths to justice. Should we be kind, or should we hold them accountable? And what is best for who? So first, what is a fuckboy? We've asked our correspondents. What is a fuckboy? Yeah, I've asked so many people that question. I want to know. Okay, so fuckboys come in many different forms. Someone who feels entitled to be ignorant to how their actions are affecting others. They are charming and appealing. Someone that makes you feel very special and like they're the only person they like. Someone who doesn't have the intentions to be in a committed relationship. And then they all like to waste the girl's time. The male version of a hoe. A guy who talks to a lot of girls but does not actually care about them or their feelings. They function under selfish, indiscriminate actions. Fuckboy is the guy with the body of a man and the mind of a perverted teenager. And then just want to goose her, aka bang her. And that thing is sexual. And then they will fuck you, leave you, and then make you seem like you're crazy when you have feelings for them. It has a mindset of, hi, this is fun for a fling, but I'm going to ghost you and fuck up the rest of your year. He has no heart, just a penis that he uses to paint the town. They get hurt that the girl doesn't get invested. So putting their own needs, or what they're thinking, in the moment, ahead of a partner, or a friend, or a girl that they're hooking up with. Over the long haul, in the end... They're emotionally unavailable. That's what I know. And those are true fuckboy moves. So, okay, my next question for you is this. I have one question for you, and this is it. Have you ever been ghosted? Uh, yeah. This was the New York <laughs> Times guy who I was friends with for a year. Then I um, hooked up with him for a month. Then he ghosted me. So I, like, I was at this intermission for this little, like, dance show. And I saw, <laughs> he literally, he sat down in front of me, the row in front of me. Super was classic. Like, was like glowing from like, I was just like with rage. When you're about to annihilate someone who has wronged you. Yeah, it's appropriate. <laughs> I am glowing with the rage. <laughs> yeah, there was just like a fire in me that was like. Okay, so you're glowing with rage. <laughs> and all the performers are there and I like can't even concentrate on it because I'm just like staring at the back of his head and being like, I'm <laughs> Like, what am I even going to say to him at intermission? So then intermission comes, and he walks out. So I get up. He's <laughs> like, like, this is my time. Now it is my performance. <laughs> now it's my turn to take the stage. <laughs> Everyone, take your seats in the lobby. <laughs> the time has arrived. And what happened? So then I was like, um, can we talk? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I just feel like... like that tone of voice, like the inflection, <laughs> just like, just like so not actually clear a <laughs> that, the, that there's only one answer. <laughs> so I was like, it's just that we were friends for a full calendar year and then we hooked up for a month and then you ghosted me. And he was like, oh yeah, I just got really busy, like some soft excuse. And I was just like, okay. He was like, I just didn't see you around. 
I was like, you're just ignoring texting, like, as an institution? I don't know. He had some, like, it was, like, really lame and, like, boring. Had you seen him around? No. no. It was kind of weird. I mean, he's, like, a comp side boy. Like, he just, I think he just stays in his house and, like, he doesn't text anybody. That actually isn't a personal thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then I was like, that was shitty. And he was like, I'm sorry. But it wasn't really like, oh, I'm, like, I'm, that affected you negatively. Like, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. It was like, you're the teacher and you're mad at me. Like, uh, you know. And I was like, okay. And then I left. And then he didn't come back to his seat. <laughs> I don't know if that was like always the plan. <laughs> oh, he didn't even finish watching the show? <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, I think he like muted me on Snapchat. He stopped watching my stories. Just couldn't deal with the confrontation. Yeah. Did you have to pay to get in the show? I don't know. Probably not because I went. <laughs> <laughs> okay, regardless of whether it was free or not, he signed up for an artistic experience. You confronted him in the middle of that artistic experience. He decided that he no longer was able to sit with himself for the rest of of that show that he had previously signed on to. And I think I consider that a success. If someone made me leave a performance that I showed up to, I either get a call that someone in my family has died or I'm dealing with some deep fucking emotional turmoil and I need to take 10, yo. Or I need to take a day or like a month. Um, yeah, so I was furious. But what I did was I wrote this essay in my like love class, like this class about love and um about the hookup culture so let me just walk you through in my essay i said this woman who was like casual relationships aren't necessarily bad but the idea that you do casual without emotions is just unrealistic mm-hmm. and like you have to like take care of the other person mediate that yeah yeah um and that hormones are released during a hookup so you're working against the chemicals in your body when you're trying to be like not connected not not like invested in the person but also having sex with them that's so like back to that issue of like biofeminism and the fact that like there's biology at play yeah and like the release of hormones and chemicals and pheromones yeah um and then so this is what i wrote while this self-policing is exhausting the hookup culture excuses people from important emotional work such as dealing with how they have impacted another person Mm. within the (laughs) within the realms of the hookup culture if one person does anything disrespectful or inconsiderate they can just leave the situation and go to the other person. When you, I was just you like, were speaking my gospel. <laughs> I was just like, I reread that and I was like, it was so clear. Like, I'm sure my professor read this and was like, get this girl to therapy. Like, she is obviously <laughs> not okay. Trauma. You're traumatizing me, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> like, she just like is so mad. But I'm also really happy that I took that, that rage and put it into an academic paper on the hookup culture. The power of female rage. Yep this New York Times guy is just, like, he's leaving his actions behind him mm-hmm. and pretending that they didn't have any impact. Right. And I feel like that's what's wrong with the hookup culture is, like, you, responsibility is just, like, left to the wayside. Yeah. And, like, actually, when you think about it, very few things in life are like that. Yeah. Like, zero responsibility whatsoever. Yeah. You can't just walk out on your family without repercussions. I mean, I guess you can, <laughs> but, like, You'd have to really go far. Right. Yeah. And, like, you can't just walk out on... Like, even walking out on friends. Yeah. There's... There are, is some, like, accountability... Like, people... The, the people around you are gonna be like, wait, but didn't you just, like, leave her? Right. It's like, actually, what the fuck? You have, you're, you have mutual friends who are like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, come on. Stop being an asshole. Yeah. And then, um... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, like, jobs and... I just feel like life is built around systems. Mm-hmm. Accountability systems. Right. 
in the case of the casual hookup, the only person in in that like mini microcosm of the system, yeah, the only person that's potentially holding you accountable is the other person, right? And then you can just be like, oh, we were casual, completely bypass that, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> we were like that wasn't we weren't in a serious relationship. Like it reinforces all these gender norms and power dynamics because with men, this is like another a separate issue but men have grown up in this like world where they bottle their emotions and like have a lot of pressure to like repress so much and to like not get attached which is like really sad and there's like crazy numbers of of like depression and like alcoholism and and how much more susceptible men are to right ultimately an l for them but in the hookup culture it like it puts them in a position of power where they're like more prepared to be like sorry bye right like Which, I don't, I don't have anything to do with you. Right, right, and so they they benefit mm-hmm. from the repression of emotions. Right, and by skirting vulnerability. Yeah, and so there's no incentive. Yeah, to prioritize vulnerability or open emotional openness. Yeah, exactly. And then the people who are doing the work, being vulnerable, I have felt. Yeah, this this is. I've said these exact words before, but to other people when I'm trying to explain the situation, I'm just so sick of having my ability to be vulnerable and my, emo- my emotional intelligence abused and used. Yeah. Like, and then I went through phases where I was like, oh, well, he's not reciprocating and that means he doesn't have feelings for me. Yeah. But I could tell, like, how good it made him feel when I was open right. about how I was feeling. Right. And then I was like, how dare you take advantage of that and not also like let me know what's going on yeah and so he was getting away with like feeling like running high yeah on the emotional the benefits of the emotional vulnerability that i was offering and then i was sort of like ravaged and depleted from being so yes. vulnerable but oh, i was getting my no energy right. or source of happiness in return from him yeah and so then i was like oh fuck this yeah you are getting away with all of this i'm doing a lot of the work yeah and suffering yeah so yeah. but this is so this is uh, an article in the Los Angeles Times that the younger you are, like, or Gen X has way less sex than millennials. And, like, Gen wait, Z wait, wait, is wait. having less sex than millennials, I think. Gen That's X, a, the is, older generation. Yeah, older. Um, I got confused between Gen X and Gen Z. But, um, and so it's just kind of, like, that's the thing with, like, the question of casual, like, oh, I just want to have fun. That's often with casual relationships. And it's, like, are we having fun? Like, are they more fun? Are they more sex? No to both. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I wanted both of those, more of both of those things. Right. In the situation I was just in. Yeah. And so it's just kind of, like, lame. And just, like, what's the point? Right. It's just, like, the point is resisting these commitments. Yeah. Like, people don't want to be committed to anything. Kind of, no like... No responsibility. No accountability. But this is, like... And but like, it also, I think this is the... This is where people get misconstrued. It's, like, the accountability... I think when we talk about, we throw around big words like accountability, responsibility. Yeah. I think they sound, like, really serious. Mm-hmm. But accountability and responsibility can be small things. They yeah. They can be as, as small as, like, re- responding in an hour as opposed to three hours. Right. They can be as small Ooh. as just, like, hey, so sorry, I got tied up in this, can't do tonight, can't do this day. Oh. Or, or, or just mm. be, on the flip side of that. Yes. Just being, like, hey, I just want to be upfront with you, like... I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, about this. Like, I'm not. I'm not in a place where I can even do right a casual relationship. Like, I'm actually looking for just like a just hookup scenario. Like, 
and I guess maybe that's easier said than done, but they don't have to be big things. Responsibility and accountability don't have to be, like, say you're in love with me or else, like, this is not a thing. (laughs) That's not what it means at all. Yeah, it's not even, like, yeah, exactly. It's not, like, any kind of commitment. But the, and the thing is, is it's easier, like, if you start hooking up with this guy, you care about how the relationship's gonna go. Like, not that much in the first hookup, and, like, much more in the eighth hookup, you know? So if you, in the first hookup, it's like, hey, just so you know, before anything up front, I don't want this to be serious, then it's like, nobody gets hurt. I feel like men assume that I'm gonna be, like, in tears, and they're just trying to, like, put off telling me, but I'm just like, don't, you don't have to do that. It's not that serious. I'm not in love with you second one. I, like, gradually have more care for you as the hours that I spend with you go on. Mm-hmm. As is the way of things. So it goes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and one of my primary frustrations was that, like, relationships are on a plateau. They aren't parallel to the x-axis. The more time you spend yeah. with someone, the more deeply you care about them. That's just sort of, like, how it goes. If if yeah. if your relationship is one of a sexual nature. Yeah. So don't expect... And, I, and that was sort of, like, my frustration initially. I was, like... It kind of can't just be perpetually parallel. Yeah. Part of respecting women is not treating them like you are their whole life when they've just met you, you know? Mm. And it's like, since it's a slope to line instead of parallel to the x-axis, just like, get it at when x equals zero. I love these When X that. and Y We are branching into math analogies. <laughs> <laughs> just get ahead of it. Just, like, yeah, be yeah, up front yeah. with how you're feeling. Back to the point, yes, get ahead of it. Yeah, and just, like, and that's just a general respect. That's not even, like, that's not a huge deal. Wait, really quick before. So, one thing that I, like, love that you said to me in real life that you didn't say on the podcast was yeah. about the your friend who was, like, he's, there's going to be, like, more disrespect coming. Right. Like, remember this feeling and, like, you're going to be pushed, you're at this point. Like, Wait, give this- a little background really quick. Okay, so pretty much I was in a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes with any, uh, <laughs> as we start at any story that I tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, like, explaining to her that I had sort of, like, reached this breaking point mm-hmm. um, with the relationship. And I was, like, I I was in tears at a restaurant. Oh, Yes. <laughs> oh i love that and i was like she hath arrived um (laughs) like the waterworks are going and my friend was kind of like like this is how it goes and this is how like i have been at this i have been at this point yeah with toxic tumultuous relationships um Mm -hmm. and my friends were pretty much like counseling me on just like emotions and feelings and how feelings can make you you have to you can't be so hard on yourself Mm -hmm. when it comes to like sacrificing your dignity and your values sometimes because emotions can get away in that and i was yeah. just like ne- nothing in the world where everyone make me sacrifice my values <laughs> and then you're like yeah and then you're like in a situation where you're, you're serving like, oh, a man all of a sudden shit. and you're like, like how did this happen to me <laughs> and then she was like um you're at this point and i told you a long time ago that he wasn't respecting you and i knew because I've been through this, I knew that you had to reach this point on your own. No matter what I told you, you were going to have to go through this mm-hmm. by yourself. You're mm-hmm. at a breaking point, and let me tell you right now, there is going to be a point past this point. Yeah. There's going to be a point where you have reached a point that is beyond this point. Think about how you're feeling now. <laughs> it's going to be worse than this. Yeah. And I was like, in disbelief, I was like, 
nothing can be worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and prophecy fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's crazy that like, because I also feel like I've been through that before, where it's like I feel disrespected. I'm the point of all going. points. The point of all points. The, the breaking point. The, the, final, frontier. the final frontier. <laughs> the new um, frontier and the final frontier. <laughs> And I think that's, like, informed all the relationships that I had since. So I think I, like, in a way had to do it and I had to go through it myself. Um, But I'm also, like, that's crazy that, like, you have to learn how to be disrespected. Mm. And I don't know if that's just a woman thing or if that's, like, a human thing. Yeah. Which is a big question that I have all the time. I think... Constantly. A human thing. What's a human thing and what's a woman thing? And what am I complaining about that's, like, actually part of the human experience as opposed to the woman experience? I mean, here's the other quintessential thing that we can't ignore. Women are fully capable of disrespecting men and being evil to them. Yeah. Love doing it wrong? Get a DIW mug so you can merge coffee and pots. Full disclosure, it will be outrageously expensive because we'd have to order it individually off of Custom Ink. We just looked it up and it's looking like $22.89 for each mug. But wait, Custom Ink has an order minimum of 12 mugs. That's $274.68 for 12 mugs. This is such an exciting opportunity. Order now. For transparency's sake, Custom Ink is not a sponsor of this podcast. I mean, the craziest part was (laughs) that this person would like say they were not upset about anything and then like mm-hmm. all of their actions and behavior <laughs> were to the contrary of that <laughs> were evidence of the exact opposite mm-hmm. and i was like don't try to like sell me a reality that doesn't exist <laughs> don't gaslight me yeah and also like trying to argue when someone doesn't even think there's like an argument to be had yeah when you're like there are so many things to be to be yeah said from my end and then like a person who's just like there's nothing to say yeah you're like what yeah because it's infuriating like how do you argue with somebody who's like i don't know i didn't know (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know i don't know why you're mad at me (laughs) (laughs) Um, like can you explain that i just don't i feel like you're overreacting like that's very difficult to argue with and you just feel like you're like get you just get kind of crazy (laughs) oh my god it's it's this like particular type of gaslighting but i'm also like this is ridiculous that you don't know and that's where it's like are you playing dumb do you actually not know what respect means right because that seems like so stupid to me or are you actually just trying to escape yeah and like run away from all responsibility to and anyone like, else's is, feelings. One time, my last confrontation, <laughs> I was like, this guy was like, I don't understand why you're like, I just, I feel like you're overreacting. Like, yes, I left for a trip without telling you, and I get that that's bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't text you back. Yeah, I was kind of distant when we hooked up. Yeah, I kicked you out of my house. Yeah, I um, that just kept going. Like, like it was like not a reciprocal hookup. But I just don't think that's, like, enough for you to be this mad at me. And I was like, am I mad? Because I literally just, like, canceled on you after you canceled on me. Right. And did the fact that you canceled on him make him piss? Oh, so angry. Like, he just, like, lost his fucking mind. Bro, we are dealing with very similar situations. (laughs) Wait, did he get mad when you canceled? Just, like, when I didn't respond. Like, he has responded, not responded to me so many times. Oh, yeah. And I've been like, oh, like, probably just, like, a bad communicator or whatever. Fucking mm-hmm. benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And then the one time that I'm like, mm, I'm just, like, I'm super sick and I also am done with this bullshit. I'm going to, like, actively yeah. ignore you. 
Yeah. Then he has to wrong me like a hundred times over <laughs> or to make up for like yeah. whatever the fuck I did to him. Yeah. But no. I truly think it's deeply related to control. Yeah. Of like needing to be like the one. I think it's power yeah. and control. And then you think about how that relates to the way, to just like society as a whole. Yeah. And like why power dynamics exist the way they do mm-hmm. in, in companies, in mm-hmm. the government, and why like sexual abuse sexual harassment is rampant but but then and then it's like sort of you being like okay (laughs) i need to i mean like but you really are good at confronting i'm uh, confrontation is my lifeblood like i'm really (laughs) good at like it does not bother me right and i think like for so many girls it's really hard yeah is it hard for you i mean like it's not because I wasn't actually like in a relationship with this person. I think I was like, oh, I don't really have any ground to stand on here. Right. Well, because no, that's like, the casual relationship thing where you're like, you've talked to him for a year, right. but you're not technically in a relationship, so you can't be like, you owe me this. Except I feel like that's kind of wrong. Like, I think he does owe you respect, you know? Yeah. But it's confusing because he'll use that again. He'll be like, I don't know. We weren't in a relationship. I thought we were just trying to have fun. Right. Right. And I'm like, are you having fun? Am I having fun? Is anybody having fun here? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, and that, but that's what's fucked up. Like, I don't want him to be like, I'm not having fun anymore. So, like... Yeah. Like, as soon as it gets, like, too emotional or serious or confrontational... Yeah. I think for so long I was worried that he was going to be like, oh, this isn't worth it anymore. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, take the good that I can from it. Yeah. And be like, as opposed to just, like, and, like losing him altogether. Him. Yeah. Just, like, have it halfway and be, like... Exactly. And I think, like, with that emotional energy and, like, abusing and using, my, like, experience with fuckboys, especially as I've, like, been, like, okay, I'm going to control the situation and I'm going to, like, leave it on a good terms because that's better for me in the long run, Mm -hmm. is, like, then I am doing so much work to be, like, to calm these crazy-ass fuckboys and, like, they just want to, like, storm out. And I'm, like, hold on. Like, let's slow down. Let's slow down. Let's, like, walk through this. And it's so – it takes so much energy. And, like, they get a ton of benefit because I'm taking care of them. But I, at the end of the day, I'm, like, I was not taken care of. You took so much care of Too much. <laughs> I, I might dare to say. You didn't deserve all of that. I know. You were so kind to him and you'll never find someone as good as you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And I, I came close to doing that with ten- yeah. tennis, but I ultimately did, had to do the I thing. I, 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 I. I think I, that I, was I. a better, I, like, see, this is what's interesting, though, is, like, I, because, like, with New York Times guy, I regretted, I was, like, I could have been, like, I don't know what he was going through. I'm sure he had, like, a ton of, like, anxiety and a, a bunch of stuff that he, like, personal turmoil. Yeah. And I destroyed him and, like, made him leave this artistic experience. Do you think you triggered him? I don't know. I don't think I triggered him. I don't know. Um, but I probably made him feel like shit. Yeah. Which is, like, on the one hand, but this is the thing. This is, like, the big question that I have is, like, I, like, with integrity and with, with like, who am I and who do I want to be? Do I want to hold people responsible or do I want to be, be kind? kind? But I think it's a balancing act because I think, yeah, like, with a is. lot of people, I've been, like, really holding them responsible and, like, really like tough on them and being like you fucked up yeah this was not acceptable which is true but then with this he's kind of like also my tennis boy because he plays tennis i don't i don't have a pseudonym for him yeah let's just call him tennis boys tennis boys 
Um, Mine doesn't really play tennis. We just did one time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tennis boy, I felt like I was, I I don't, it's not really sitting that well with me because I'm like, he he probably doesn't know that I'm uncomfortable and that I like wasn't, that I'm upset. He's probably like, oh, we're good. You know, like I'm not mad at you. And what was like, the most infuriating part to me was that question: Do you want me to respond? Yeah. So that should be for a some context. I wrote this guy like we had like this whole fight where I also was taking care of it in like in the moment, and I was just he was being like super mean and was like he was I was like what's going on? He was like I just wanted to be in a good mood for when my mom got home. I was like we all wanted to be in a good mood for when our moms got home. Does like, that ever happen? No. Okay. <laughs> that is a luxury. <laughs> Like, you can't just break up with somebody and then be in a good mood for when your mom gets home. Yeah. Like, have you never been in a place of discomfort in your life? Mm. Like, have you never gone through a period no. of multiple hours of discomfort? Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. And so, so then I wrote him, like, this super long message, and he was like, thanks for, thanks for this. He was like, thanks for talking to me in a way that um, I can understand. Uh, do you want me to respond? Yeah, so it's just, yeah, but, like, the question of, like take care or do not take care and like right. what's best for who it's it's interesting to me that you're phrasing it as like taking care mm-hmm. because in my mind I was like part of me wants to say these things for him right part of me wants to say these things for him because I think you need to recognize be aware mm-hmm. of how your actions are affecting other people and actually like I think you need help and you yeah. need to like do some self-reflection and I think you need to like boys got issues yeah but part of it I think I also like I want him to know that he hurt me and also... Yeah. There's, like, I think some motivation to hurt also. Right. To be, like... Yeah. You made me feel like shit. Like, you need to feel a little bit like shit because of me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, but, yeah, I guess I was... I'm, like, sometimes I'm, like, do they... It's so hard for me to know with this, like, kind of skill set of detaching from emotions that I think, like, they grew up with. I mean, I don't know, but I'm kind of like, does this even affect you at all, or is it just making me look crazy? Right. Like, or is your self-confidence so high, and your disrespect for me so great, or, like, your (laughs) lack of respect for me so immense that, like, it actually doesn't matter if I'm, like, you are a bad person. Right. In my mind, I think I came to, kind of came to terms with the fact that, like, because take criticism so poorly so poorly have um, you ever tried calling a fuckboy a fuckboy don't do that doesn't go well yeah and then you're like and i was like it's almost because like for me because like chris criticism for me is also hard to take yeah and that's not like a gender thing i think everyone has difficulty with that Mm -hmm. but i was like how productive is it going to be to hurl all these super well formulated psychoanalytic conclusions (laughs) (laughs) at this person right like is this just gonna make them and also, then there's, like, a more deep-seated fear. Is this going to make them hate me? Oh, yeah. And never want to speak to me again. Yeah, it's a balancing act of, like, <laughs> I, I still want you to be in love with me. <laughs> like, I want you to come back to me, and I want that satisfaction. Right. And yeah. um, I think I ultimately decided I was, like, because we had already had a conversation where I felt like I sort of had laid into his <laughs> psychology. Like, yeah. I was, like, you know what? I'm going to try a different approach, a different yeah strategy and just be like i'm prioritizing myself because you clearly have done that this entire time <laughs> i'm lighter on the criticism with that <laughs> <laughs> right but like i didn't that's not something i said right but like that was what i was saying with oh yeah yeah my, yeah like yeah. The, my actions and my approach right it was kind of like okay the person that i'm caring like about, i now need I'm, to protect myself. yeah the person that i'm caring yeah. for right now is me yeah i'm gonna do what's best for me 
this is more negative than positive for me. Yeah. I'm going to step away for me. Yeah. I think that was like a really good way to do it. I statements. I statements, baby. <sighs> statements. I don't even know who taught me that, but I just... My dad definitely taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Dar. Like, very, very specific. Lil Dar's are. Yeah. I statements are hard. Yeah, I used to do this, like, camp for sixth graders called Smart Girl, and one of the things we did was, like, I statements, mm. but you have to be like, when you did this, it made me feel, and the kids right, like, were always, objectivity like, on the you, and then the bias emotion for the, yourself. Right, 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 exactly. So they would be like, when you spilled coffee on me. <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. it made me hot feel. and also burned. <laughs> it made me feel like you were a horrible person, <laughs> like something like that. Like, it made me feel really oh, I mad. It, I, get it, I get it. And it's just like, oh, that's actually not. Like, that's not. That's what not really I'm for. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. It made me feel that. Yeah, everything you do is wrong. <laughs> it made me feel like you're an idiot, you yeah. know? Yeah. I didn't really have those caveats, which... Wait, what? Are... Wait, what? You didn't have the caveats? I didn't have the caveats of being like, I say oh, that, but yeah. then making it, making it actually a you statement. But... And then I'm like, maybe does is this making him think more than the other approach did? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Or was this letting him off? Yeah. I don't know. Like, if, if my goal was, like, accountability. I think it's good to be steady and about, like... Because he can't really argue with, like... Uh, like, when he looks back on it, he can't be like, well, she's crazy. If you're right. like, I need to step back. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. I was going to st- yeah. talk about, like, the crazy thing. And oh, yeah. always that... The trope of the crazy ex-girlfriend. And yeah. women being dramatic. Or just crazy women in general. Yeah, crazy yeah. women in general as, as a concept. And just, like, the how it forces you to be, like, very, like, put together all the time. Measured. I think, yeah, I, I think I could have been way crazier than I was. <laughs> for sure. But... Yeah. I don't think... I do think it would have had less of an impact if I than if I just... Because they like, can write you off as crazy. Right. As opposed to being like, oh, she just actually made a very measured and rational decision about what was going to be best for her. Yeah. I, I feel I feel that way about the accountability thing, too. And I'm like, you deserve to hear, like, all... Right. The, I've done, like, some serious psychoanalysis <laughs> based on, like, the amount of time I spent thinking about this. And, like, I have actual conclusions about, mm. like... Yeah where you have failed and like how to treat people (laughs) that sounds shitty but you you know what i'm saying like this is this is where you fucked up yeah and this is how you can do better yeah and like you actually how you made me feel right and this this is is why that's important and this is why you can't treat people like this yeah but Um. see that's explaining why he should respect you which is like a situation that i get into all the time right i'm trying to get away from but i'm also like i have this like church that's really funky well i'm not even gonna get into this okay i do want to talk about your funky church (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because like i think that's like such a quarter life crisis like thing to do <laughs> and the fact that you call it funky church <laughs> it's like what do people wear like paisley 70s pants in this church honestly yeah the pastor has like these hard glasses <laughs> what <laughs> What? Yeah, it's like honestly, you should go with me. It's so it's on Colfax in a high street. I really want to go to this. Yeah, we need to go. It's like every Sunday at two. But he's like, if you have to explain to somebody why they should respect you for hours at a time, like hours a day, then that's like you've learned everything that you need to learn from that relationship, and like now you need just to like let them 
learn what they have to learn by themselves. And, like, maybe you yeah. come back later, but it's, like, not... You don't need to be explaining to anybody why they should respect you. Yeah. Ooh, that shit hits different. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> but I feel like so much of... Um, why do I just feel like all of my female friends that are in their 20s are explaining the concept of respect <laughs> to men? Like, so this many girls... definitely needs to be, like... Honestly, like... Someone needs, like, a smart... <laughs> spark notes respect <laughs> like respect for dummies like mm. respecting other people for dummies like this is what it looks like right yeah yeah if i were doing it right i'd simply stop giving fuckboys the time of day i'd see those nike half-calf socks irrational confidence and a dismal track record of relationship participation and head out because while the first two weeks are a flurry of butterflies and love songs on my Spotify, the next year will be filled with analyzing all the ways he has wronged me and everything I could have done differently. But fuckboys hijack the rational brain, and I don't stand a chance. For me, it's kind of like as hard as it can be and will be when it comes to dealing with the nausea-inducing hellish roller coaster that is dealing with a fuckboy. What you need to do is always just try to remember who you are, what you value, and what you deserve, and always let those things steer you as difficult as it can be. That being said, even when you know those things and hold them close to you, oftentimes you'll have to suffer and reach the bottom of the bucket before you rise to the top again, like the cream of the crop that you really are. In terms of how to deal with fuckboys, I think I just have to take care of myself, which is kind of a bummer and not at all how I want it to be, but if not me, then who? The fight between the rational and emotional brain can be a really treacherous one. And finally, in the words of the great late Kenny Rogers, you gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. Wrong is made by Darcy Newrider and Rainy Toll. Our executive producers are Toll, Rainy, and Newrider, Darcy. Our technical directors are Rain Woman, Not Rain Man, Toll, and Darcy Hagendas Nucleotide. Our sound engineers are Taney Roll and Narcy Dewrider. Love them. Special thanks to our writers, Darce, New at Writing, Newrider, and Rainy has written some essays before Toll. And our editors, D. Newrider at KentDenver.org and Rainy Toll at ScienceAndTech.org, who have put in many hours into this production. We source our contemporary philosophy from Darcy de Sorrento Nucleotide and Rainy Toll, descendant of the Toll family that owns Toll and Toll. Our intern is May Toll. And we receive begrudged, second-rate freelance creative consulting from Luke Newrider. Our custodians are Rain Dog, Let's Get Through This Fog, and D. Nunu 22, This Is Not About You. Please reach out to our large team if you're interested in contributing or being a guest on our show. Every inquiry must begin with the whom's it may concern or it won't be processed. Our outreach managers and also our contact emails are DarcyNewrider at gmail.com and RainyToll at hotmail.com. Our cover art is by Maddie Haynes. Check her out at MaddieHaynes.com. Peace and blessings. Please check our next episode and text your friend this episode link right now.